know. All right, welcome to the show, everybody. We got my boy Tim, and uh, he's he's dude. He's ready for the part two, man. So, uh, so we're being a little lazy tonight. We're we're playing by the prison rules, and uh, we're just. <laughs> I'm just using my phone on speakerphone to get my boy um, to get my boy Tim Smith on the show. Now we're gonna do a Zoom conversation at some point again, but tonight I'm too drunk and I'm too lazy to do Zoom recordings. So I don't. Th- so I was like, I'm just gonna do what I normally do. So, Tim, what are you up to tonight, my man? Yeah, well, to prepare myself for covering the big SBF file. I've infiltrated a prison myself. They put me in there. I got a month in. So I'll know when I'm covering the trial, I know what SBF can expect in there, you know, what kind of vegan food is in prison, what exactly is the situation. So I'll be ready as soon as it goes down. I don't think I'm ready for it, man. Like, here's the thing. Um, I I really do think SBF is, um, do you think he's innocent? Do you think there's any degree that he'll be innocent on some of the charges, or do you think he's going to get be guilty on majority of the charges? Because I'm wondering, man. Because it's like they can't really get him on securities fraud because crypto is not a security. They can't get him. I, I think they can get him on general like business malpractice or something. I don't even know if that's a word term, business malpractice. But what are, what are your thoughts, man? Do you think he's going to be guilty on all fronts, maybe half of them, maybe 25% of the charges? What are you thinking? No, he'll pay like a small fine, like two hundred bucks or something, Sweet. and uh, walk away. Because he, uh, like, apparently, people put up a quarter of a billion dollars in assets to get him on bail, and he doesn't have to say who did it. He's fighting against, you know, saying who actually put that money up. So he's connected to everyone. His parents are all connected. They're everyone's connected. So another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So he'll walk away um, probably with like almost nothing. He's going to plead not guilty apparently. Mm-hmm. We just found out today. So, um... So he's not going to just take like 10, 20 years. He's going to be like, um, no, I'm going to plead not guilty. And he'll probably get nothing just because of all those connections. So who do you think was the real mastermind behind it? Do you think it was Carolyn Ellison or do you think it was the Gary, Gary Wang guy? Do you think, or do you think the real mastermind was really SBF? Cause now he is te- SBF is technically innocent until proven guilty. And so are all the other people. But if you were to wager, who do you think is most responsible, based on what you know, for the downfall of this operation? Now, don't get me wrong; it was a, it was going to go bankrupt eventually. It just it was a ticking time bomb to begin with, just like all crypto brokerages. But what? Who do you think was the real cause of all this stupidity? Well, everything everything you said is true, but I think it was meant to fail. I think his parents are the ones behind this because they're the ones most politically connected. And it seems just to be a giant money money laundering scheme where the money went to there, to Alameda, to Ukraine, back to the U.S., and he became like a massive political donor. So I think eventually it would just sort of fail because it was kind of just meant to. It was just meant to launder funds as political donations. But part of that is the political connections you get and, you know, with judges and everything else. So part of it was it would fail, but no one would 
get anything out of it. No one would uh, face any punishment. And then the funds would get where they're supposed to be, which is campaign donations. So the whole thing kind of performed the way it was supposed to. So I don't think anyone gets anything. The donations are already spent. And, um, and that's it. Damn, man. Damn, damn, damn. Well, I'm trying to think about how it all... Uh... I was all supposed to go down at this point because I, uh, I've really been, I've been really thinking long and hard about it, man. I'm, I'm thinking that like, I, it definitely seems like a money laundering scheme for sure. Cause it's like, yeah, but it's when people say something's a fail, like people talk about stuff failing, it's no different than other things where money's just funneled to something like, uh, like you look at like the, uh, the war in Iraq or Afghanistan, stuff like that, where money was just funneled from taxpayers to like a small group of people who all knew the president. And then it was, um, and that's it. They're like, oh, it was a failure. The war. No, it was supposed to funnel money from one group to another group. Mm-hmm. And same with this SBS thing. No, there's no failing. Nobody failed. It was meant to take everyone's money and then funnel it to a small group of people, which is what happened. So it basically accomplished its goal. So I don't think it gets anything. It's too connected. They won't even, he doesn't even have to tell anyone where the quarter billion came from to get him out for the next two years. So, if he, we don't even get to hear that. It's fucking getting. Man, I think what pissed me off the most, what pissed me off the most about it, man, you're bringing up a lot of interesting facts, man, because I, I, I've got to admit, I've been lazy on looking up the trial of, of SBF and stuff. It's just, it's just too de- depressing in the sense that people could get the, the wool. I guess the old term is what's the what's the term like the wool covered over their eyes or something like that so easily. Um, SBF is proof that like you know you could be a uh, what do you call it? he's he was such a white knight I guess you could say like a super I'm such a goody goody two shoes and I'll always do the right thing all all this crap and I just felt like you know he's blowing smoke up so many people's asses it's like you know you think you you think we've evolved to to the point to where we can recognize a Ponzi scheme and then Sam Bankman fried happens. You know, you think the whole Bernie Madoff thing would never happen again. And then you start to realize it's just as corrupt now as it's ever been. And how many, Oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. It's no different than it will be a hundred years from now. It's no different than it was a hundred years ago. It's like I studied um, like gypsies, the Romani people, and one of their things is they would take people's jewelry or cash or whatever and tell oh. them, give it to me, we'll, we'll bury it somewhere in a field and come back in a month and your money will be doubled. And they'd go back in a month and there'd be nothing left in the box. <laughs> it's just like, like these scams have gone on for hundreds of years. They'll keep going on. They're just get-rich-quick things, yeah. and people fall for them. And, um, yeah, it's no different than just gypsies burying money in a box in a field, and then you come back and... There's, you know, there's always been scams on the street. Yeah. Um, there's always been there's always been pyramid schemes. So uh, people want to get rich quick. So that's why you're in the dividends. And you know, the dividend community is really clear. It's like you're not going to get rich quick. You're not going to really get rich at all. You're going to have a little extra money in retirement. And that's all you're getting out mm-hmm. of it. That's oh, how yeah. you know they're not. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was starting. I was going to start doing um like more marketing towards my dividend videos and start talking about like. I was going to call it like get rich slow in a sexy way or something like that. You know, I need to like sexify the titles, but I really do want people to know that I'm not promoting get rich quick. Like I want to promote get rich slow. You know, I mean, technically compound interest does happen pretty quickly 
later. It's slow yeah. at first, but compound interest, you give it 10 years, 20 years, and you if you invest heavily like to start with, and you just keep doing it until that 20 year mark, it starts multiplying a lot, a lot quicker. So like I tell people, man, it starts slow at first. Think about it this way. It's like you start out as a turtle and then you end up like, a, then you evolve into a dragon, I guess you could say. That's the way, that's the way my investing method works. You know, it's a, it's a slow process, but once you get to, once you get to where you need to be, it's quick, it's, it's speedy. No, people think that Warren Buffett's joking when they ask him, uh, how did you get so wealthy? And one of the things he says, oh, yeah, also, I'm really old. And they think that's like some punchline. It's like, no, that's the truth. That's, that's what how investing works. Like, this son of a bitch is like 92 years old. Like, even it, with my portfolio, I, I'd, be, I'd have tens of millions if I make it to 92. It's like, I'm looking at more like 60 before I'm going to use each of it. If I just let him compound until I'm 92, that could be like $100 million. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, you know, one person I think, I don't know, Strongman, Strongman's kind of interesting. Strongman Personal Finance. I'd like to see you get on his show somehow. Like, I don't know how. I watch, uh, I watch PPC Ian. Do you watch PPC Ian? What's his name? PPC Ian, Ian Lopuck. He? Did you say PPC? Like. Yeah, PPC Ian. He got me started on dividends. And um, same with Gary. Do you know Gary from Dark Dividend? Um, actually, don't know. Gear. Actually, I need to write these down. Well, actually, I'm going to just type them out real quick on my computer. Um, but like, so. all these people are just the most autistic weirdos. It's like they they they've got to be on something. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm an That's autistic. I, dude, I I legitimately like, think I'm an autistic weirdo to be honest. But that's how I've seen myself. That's who wins in stocks. That's who wins in stocks. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was it? PPC Ian? You said. Yeah, the PPC stands for pay-per-click, because he used to do pay-per-click online marketing. Oh, so dude, I like it. Just... Dude, pay-per-click online marketing is actually kind of cool. Um, I mean, it depends on which like which type of marketing. Like, if you're doing, like, Google Ads or something, like, Google AdSense or whatever, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he was doing, and then... Um, oh, again, I do, I do know this guy. I, I invest for yeah, dividends. Oh. Yeah, he basically it to me. If you if you go back like five years to his early videos, it's just him with a little whiteboard in like his mm. garage or in his backyard or something. And yeah, he I breaks it down pretty simply how it works. That's, that kind of helps teach me what's going on. Mm -hmm. I, I just subscribed to him. What's the other guy you just mentioned though? I just, I've subscribed to PPC Ian, so I don't forget. Uh, uh, Dark Dividend. He's good at just uh, finding stocks and uh, you know letting you evaluate him, but he finds a lot. His name's Gary Merce, but he goes by Dark Dividend, like Dark Vader. Sweet, because I like promoting other channels, and these guys look like they're, um, I mean, they look like they're already doing pretty well already, but I like to promote other well, channels that I think are. Because it's like, like, like uh, PPC Ian probably, I think he's got millions invested, because his mm -hmm. other career is real estate, and he's done other things too. He's got millions invested. What's going on in yeah, from Dark Dividend's got about 30,000 invested. So you see, like, the two ends of it. Oh. And there's other people, I can't remember who else I follow, but they have, like, maybe, like, a few hundred thousand. Oh, um. Financialism. Do you know Georgie from Finan? It's spelled Fun F U N Financialism. Mm -hmm. um, you might know that guy too, but he's got like three hundred grand. So I've got like millions, and then three hundred grand, and then thirty grand. So those are the three I follow, and they're like different tiers and levels, so I can see what they're doing. Oh hell yeah! Well yeah, I just so, so I subscribed to Darth Dividends just now as well because I want to make sure. Uh, I love it, man. 
I like hearing about new channels that I'm either I'm kind of familiar with or just maybe uh or maybe I've never heard of. But yeah, PPC Ian, I've actually seen the dude a couple of times in a few videos at yeah. random searching for dividends videos. But yeah, overall, man, when it comes to dividends, man, like I, I hate it when now my boy Strongman and I, we've talked about this. Like I, t I told him, like, you know, I love dividend stocks, but if they just because it has a dividend doesn't mean I'm investing in it. You know, it's got to be a good company, man. It, it better not be shitty. It's got to have cash flow, man. If it don't have cash flow, I'm going to say hell no. Hell to the no, yeah. maybe. <laughs> well, well, what's funny about PPC Ian is he's all about living this great life, like healthy eating. He lost a bunch of weight. He's jogging. He's got this family. He pulled his family out of San Francisco where I'm from or where he's from, and he moved, he moved to Idaho to get away from the crime. <laughs> and, you know, he sometimes will do a video from Hawaii, and he'll do, like, it's all about living great. But then someone will ask him, hey, what about your sin stocks? What about your tobacco companies? What about Pepsi? What about your uh, what about your defense contractors? It's funny for the Pepsi one. He's just, you know what I say to them? Hey, live a little. Nothing's wrong with having a Pepsi or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like, he doesn't drink it. But then the defense contractor one, because he's got all this Raytheon stock. He's like, see, I, I appreciate the defense industry because I believe in defending your country, not attacking other countries. Yeah. I believe in defending your country. It's like, and then he just moves on. It's like, well, is that really how it works? <laughs> it's like a lot of Raytheon getting shipped to other parts of the world. It's just funny. He just sort of leaves it at that. Like, there's this, there's this slight dark thing behind it that he never really gets into. But um, it's just like, you know what? I don't want to know. <laughs> just give me your tips and work out. I don't need to know anymore. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. No, that's my kind of thing, man. No, dude, I, I got to look more into them, though. But, yeah, you know, one one of my philosophies is, so one of the things I look for in a company, and this is going to sound terrible of me to say, but I look for um, how addictive are their products. Like, I, I want a yeah. company that markets well, don't get me wrong, but I want to, like, for instance, Starbucks. I, I think Starbucks is absolute garbage, but I... I'm not against investing in them because I know how addicting coffee is and I know how addicting their brand is, I guess, because they load their shit yeah. with caffeine and caffeine's addictive and they're going to keep people coming back as long as those suckers got money. So like yeah. also same with uh, tobacco products. Um, I'm not against investing in Philip Morris, even though I despise cigarettes. I know cigarettes are addictive and the only thing, you know, keeping them from not selling it would be laws you know like laws preventing it but oh man but yeah well, it's no. like it's a, the main etf i have has stuff that i don't like i don't like disney but they stuck some disney in there you know <laughs> i don't like this company i don't like that company but it's in there and then it starts to change your whole perspective on life you're like you know you start to realize, well, let's say I told everyone what to do mm -hmm. and only uh, only buy products I like or support. Is anyone going to listen to me? No. No one listens to me at all. Mm -hmm. So then so then, what's the other option? Um, I guess I can try and make money off these people then. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Drink all the, eat all the Doritos you want. Drink all the pets you want. And you're not going to listen to me anyway. Yeah. So then just give me my cut. That's all I'm saying. The best way to make money off the collective is own the businesses. Try to find ways to own the businesses the collective likes to consume. You know? And that's the thing, man. That's that's what I do, man. I'm so diversified, it scares it scares me. Well, I mean, I'd be yeah, more diversified. Index, right? Oh, say what? You do those index funds, right? Well, I do index funds, but I'm pretty much an individual investor for the most part. Um, okay. So I do have VT, which is the Vanguard Total World Index, which has like 9,000 different holdings in equal weight. 
But yeah, at the same time, man, I'm pretty much all about the, uh, what do you call it? Just, I just individually find companies that I know are good, well-established that don't suck ass. And, uh, I just, I'll, I'll lay down at least one share. Like I'll buy, like this, it sounds funny because you know, you're probably thinking, well, why would you buy just one share of a company? It's like, well, why not? I mean, I don't have to pay a commission fee. You know, I could buy one whole share yeah. of a company. All right, fuck it. And then I'll just buy one share of other companies that are great too. Now I, st- I typically stack my positions. Like I don't just, I mean, I typically start with one share, but then I'll add up over yeah. time a little more, a little more here, a little more there. And I just kind of add as I see fit, you know, uh, I'll buy the dip sometimes on a good company. Uh, if Coca-Cola goes down, I'm buying more Coca-Cola, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's, I think that's the ideal way to do it. That's basically what PPC Ian does. And that's what uh, Darth Dividend does too, except uh, he has a lot of like um, smaller companies that pay high dividends, a little riskier, but he's got a lot of them. He's got like a lot of companies. I think he's up to like a few hundred dollars a month in dividends. That's incredible. And it's all from like this company gives him like five bucks, that company, but he's got a lot of companies now. Like that guy, PPC Ian just had a guy on a couple weeks ago who'd been on the show before, but the guy just retired early from dividends. He might be in his late 40s or something. But I think he's making around fifty grand a year on dividends, and um, he's got some, you know, big companies like Microsoft, I think. But he's also got like a lot of just like BDCs and closed-end funds and stuff that is, you know, high dividend yield that he's generating from that too. But, but, um, but yeah, I think that's the ideal way to do it. I just threw everything into one ETF, and then I've got a few other things like AIP. I told you, <laughs> but it's like um, just because mathematically the compounding, if it's all spread out, it's not going to compound as much. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm taking a bit more of a chance, though. Like, ideally, it's better to spread it out. If, like, yeah. you know, somebody's... Like, if my little uh, ETF fails, which isn't impossible, I don't know what these people are doing behind the scenes. But it seems like it, it seems to have passed all the regulations, but it could be some sort of scam. And it's covered calls, so it's, like, medium risk. So, mm-hmm. so I'm putting all, all in that. But um, but now that I've kind of solidified that, maybe I'll spread out more. But, but yeah, ideally, I think what you're doing is, is optimal. Like, maybe have some index funds, but it's ideal to look at individual companies like you're doing and then uh, and then go from there it's like yeah. better uh, the diversity kind of better in a way see my only problem with index funds is that like if you diversify across the board you have to also think how much fucking filth is in the index fund right so for example yeah. with the vt the vanguard total world index there's nine thousand holdings but out of those nine thousand yeah. how many of those are really profitable and how many of those are really shit well, the majority yeah. of them are sadly shit, but the reason that you have the diversification is just in case. It's kind of more of a security yeah. blanket than it is a compounding effect. No, but one of the reasons why I love individually investing in companies that I just believe are good based on actual, you know, earnings data, based on their product pipelines, how they're managed. There's a lot of factors that go into evaluating a company. I try not to overcomplicate it. But I will say that I will buy like the Vanguard Total World Index when it dips. When it dipped in, um, I think, it, I don't remember, it was like December. No, it was uh, November, I think, is when it dipped really heavily. I can't remember the exact month, to be honest. I just remember yeah. I ended up buying a whole bunch of Vanguard Total World Index as it dipped. Because it's like, it's not going to compound like quickly. But I still think even an index fund that's so diversified is way more valuable than holding on to the dollar. I'm still I'm still a firm believer that cash is trash. How I, I still though, I'm still all about profitable companies though. I mean, 
If you t- if people were to come up to me and say, "Hey, do you want to own Coca Cola? Hey, do you want to own Pepsi?" It's like, sure. I may not own all of it. I may be a minority shareholder, no matter what I do. But at least I'm still technically an owner. You know what I mean? So like, it's fun to own businesses. I collect businesses the same way, you know, people collect Pokemon cards. You know what I mean? It's kind of the way I look. Hey, at uh, it. financialism. I told you it actually does collect Pokemon cards. <laughs> oh wait, who, who does? Sorry, I didn't but, you, but, you, but you're right. Though the other thing is you get is uh, dividend increases. Yeah. Uh, my little gas, my, I'm not going to get a lot of dividend increases, index fund kind of waivers. But a lot of companies, like you talk about Starbucks, even though their stock tanked for a while, they were still increasing their dividend. Like T Rowe prices stock tanked. I think they're increasing their dividend. So with that, with not just like index or ETFs, you're going to get better dividend increases you know, over time. Exactly too, and that's the thing, man. That's why I'm such a dividend guy, um, because if I'm, because whenever I'm looking for something, anything, um, I want to make sure that because it's a profitable company, I want to make sure those dividends are increasing over time too. Yeah, it, it, what do I like it if the principal increases? I mean, you bet your ass I do. That's a good thing. It's typically, it's a good thing when a company's growing. But, but yeah, for me, man, I'm a never sell kind of guy. Um, that's just pretty much my philosophy, man. I hate selling. I don't sell any of my stocks. I typically use all my dividends to buy more stocks. And, um, on very rare occasions, I'll use my dividends to cover a cost in my, you know, like an expense in my real life, but that's on very rare occasions. So, Right. Yeah. Like in retirement, if you keep these dividends, you're going to want the increase just to keep up with inflation. And, yeah. you know, not have to sell the stock. So, you know, I think that's ideal, kind of what you're doing. So, but yeah, TPC, you're talking about index funds. He's like, with index funds, you're guaranteed the average. But I want to be better than average. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I still think you should remain diversified, though. Like I say, never put all your eggs in one basket. I still believe put 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 your eggs in multiple high-quality baskets, I guess would be the analogy. You know what I mean? Because with an index fund like the VT, you're putting your eggs in all sorts of different baskets, high quality baskets, poor quality baskets. But if you re- if you just try to put your eggs in qual- high quality baskets, like high quality companies, for instance, then your chances of succeeding, you're not only are you diversified as a security blanket, but you're also investing in, in fantastic companies. I, I, I use the analogy of, would you rather invest in a beat up, disgusting home? Or would you in, rather invest in a mansion? Sure, you're going to pay more for the mansion, but the mansion's value will increase probably just as well over time. Stuff like that. That's a weird analogy, probably. But um, I'm going off. I'm going off on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, it's true. You know, you got to really uh, like. I know it's a lot of restaurant companies that here in Canada pay dividends, but it's just like you know how many restaurants have come and gone in the last hundred years. You know. How many we thought you'd be here forever, and now they're gone. And then there's other ones mm-hmm. that kind of have been around a long time. It's just, you know, what if the market changes? What if supply lines change? Like, yeah. I'm always looking at restaurants because they're always like, it's just like, what if what if people don't want to eat that anymore? What if the demographic, like, who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I'm all about, that's why I'm all about diversification, man, because I just never know when the tides will change. And, you know, some of the companies that you may invest in, who knows? Maybe they'll get bought out by another company, and maybe they'll do better. 
you know, and you'll still you'll or still they get bought out, that. and you get a nice payout because they get bought for way more than the share prices were. And that's a, kind of the goal. That's another reason why I love buying great companies because even if a great company kind of dips a bit in value, um, mm-hmm. you never know who's going to buy them out. You might end up getting a fat yeah. payday out of it. And also, people don't take into account share buybacks. There's a lot of companies that are high yeah. quality that do share buybacks where they'll try to take out shares out of circulation, making your existing shareholding, making your existing shares valuable because they're trying to buy back a lot that of the shares. That can happen on a recession. If everything starts tanking, companies might start to buy back their own shares if they get low enough. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love share that buybacks. That could happen this year. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, dude, I just realized we've been on the phone for like 24 minutes, bro. Oh my God. I am, I will admit I'm totally beat. I've been, it's just been a long day today. And, um, I just appreciate you actually wanted to do just a standard phone interview, man. I know that this is the lazy way to do it. And next time I'd rather do a, I'd rather do a zoom interview with you, man. That's more fun to me. I like, I like having that face. I'm going to have a better set next time. I'm working on costumes. It's going to be a much better situation, but, uh, it was a good pilot run last time just to get it going, but. (laughs) Well, hey, you but, don't, um, don't yeah, worry about the set, man. Don't worry about the set, man. I don't care about that. I just, it's it's the person that I want. And that's you, man. I want you on, next time I want you on, a, on Zoom. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or anything. But hey, man, if you want to spice it up, I say go for it. <laughs> well, it's funny you told me Happy New Year because today is actually my New Year. I count today as New Year because uh, it's my first payday in the New Year. So tonight when my check clears at midnight, I'm already putting in stock orders for tomorrow morning. And then it's uh, we're just taking off from here. That stock I told you about AIP. I'm going to attempt to buy more of that, but it only seems to sell like 300 shares at a time. So I'll see if I can at least get that out of this. Oh hell yeah, man! I love it. Woo. Yeah, it's funny because I've just been just busy doing all sorts of crap. Now the holidays are finally over, so like. I, I'm just happy the holidays are fucking over. <laughs> That's all I got to say, man. But yeah, dude. Uh, I, was gonna... I just realized how much weight I gained. I gained a ton of weight in the last two weeks. <laughs> I got to get back to the gym or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, here, I'm going to keep you on the phone, man, but I am actually just going to stop recording. The, the just, I'll, I'll just like, talk to you five minutes on the phone. After. Just, Wait, I'm... what are your fans pulled again? The, the Garzanators or the Garza Army? Hey, 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 Garza Army. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah. So I call, I call my, uh, I call all my, uh, I call all my viewers bronies, you know, like the, my little, the, my little pony people, like, you know, the, my little, the guys that, the guys that like my little pony, I call my, um, my guys, my bro, I call them bronies. I don't know. I just love the word brony. So I call my audience, the bronies, my brony brothers. Well, Mark, Martin's brother was pharma bro. You can be a dividend brony. Oh, dividend brony. Oh my God. That's a great idea. All right, man. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep you on the phone, but here, I'm just going to stop recording real quick. I'm going to hit the, I'm stopping recording right now.